elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an elegant weapon episode 407. My name is Jay, and we are back. Not just back with you this week, but we are back into the trenches. That's right, kids. It's our Toronto Comic Con special. This is cool. Very cool. It's so nice to be back in the trenches in Artist Alley where an elegant weapon belongs. Last weekend was Toronto Comic Con at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. And I was there. And I had fun. I was a little apprehensive, a little anxiety riddled, uh, just not knowing what to expect being in such an overwhelming social environment after so long. Uh, but it felt good. Uh, it felt happy. I feel like I got a little tiny piece of my soul back, oh, which was very, very nice. So very inspiring, very joyful weekend. Uh, everyone was very warm and everyone was very happy to see each other. The crowd was enthusiastic. It was great. It was good times. It's been so long. It was a little bit weird. We still had the masks on, of course, but people were dealing with it. Uh, so close to the end. Uh, so, yeah. Awesome times uh, being back, seeing everybody. Got a couple conversations for you. Eased into things. This isn't uh, our usual old school wham-bam-orama uh, of artists. I've only got three chats for you, but three very cool chats. Uh, it was a little weird still getting into the podcasting vibe because everybody was still getting used to kind of being behind a table again and with the masks and then this and that. So I didn't want to kind of push it. I wanted to just go. The Padawan came with me for the whole weekend. Uh, and he had a super fun time. I don't think he missed a single sketch tool. He got a lot of cool art that he brought home. Very inspiring for him as well. Thanks to y'all for being so supportive to the boy. It's amazing. He really, really uh, feels at home in Artist Sally and gets very excited to see everyone there. Uh, the conversations that I did indeed record, uh, you're going to hear, of course, from Source Point Press. It's George McHale. He's the writer of Cover of Darkness and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. He's now also a sequential award winner. Uh, he'll tell you all about that. After that, we have a chat with the man himself, Mr. Martin Slam Duncan. Uh, Martin uh, was the host of the Fastball Special, which was a podcast that has now morphed and evolved into something called Sketchelmania, of which there were several occurrences over the weekend. He's going to tell you all about that. And finally, returning to the show after far, far too long, after one of the biggest glow-ups in the past year or two of the comic community, uh, he's worked on X-Men, Star Wars, and Fantastic Four in that time. He has won an Eisner Award. It's been kind of crazy for Mr. Jason Lowe, and Jason Lowe returns to the show, and it's very, very cool to have him. So those are the chats that uh, I hit the big old red button for at Toronto Comic-Con, and it was good. It felt awesome. It felt cool, and I'm really glad that it went the way that it did. It was very awesome to see you all. Thanks again to Fan Expo. HQ uh, for putting on an awesome show. Uh, special thanks to Anthony Rettgazer. Oh, by the way, head on over to the Handsome Genius Club radio show podcast. Anthony had a chat with Mr. Paul Lee, and uh, it's very cool because he is actually now being cited by Comic Book Resources as the source of the actual episode lengths and amounts for Avatar. 
uh, the new Netflix show that's coming out. Um, I don't know if everybody knows that Paul Lee is going to be playing Uncle Iroh, uh, and that's very exciting. They have a chat about Star Wars and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, go check it out. Um, but other than that, felt really good to be back. Felt really, really cool. So, here you are, back in the trenches, live from Artist's Alley at Toronto Comic Con. George McHale, Martin Slam Duncan, and Mr. Jason Lowe. On this week's episode of An Elegant Weapon, live from Toronto Comic Con 2022. Please. Exciting things, kids, here at Toronto Comic-Con, the evolution of SourcePoint Press continues. We have with us here the writer of Cover of Darkness, as well the very recent winner of the uh, sequential awards for Resilient, ladies and gentlemen, George McHale. Welcome to the show, George. Hey, thank you for having me. It has been an exciting time for you, my friend. Yeah, no, it's been great. Like, uh, issue one of Cover of Darkness just came out uh, in February from SourcePoint Press super psyched to just finally have this book out into the world yeah it's very exciting now how did that all come come together did you just flat out uh send in uh your stuff and be like hey no uh in 2019 i did about 20 conventions and SourcePoint press as you know does a ton of shows like mm -hmm. up to 70 shows in a year yep. so i just kept on running into those guys time and time again and i got to know them a little bit and then finally they read my book and they're like, this is cool and this will fit into our line perfectly. So that's when they brought me in. That's amazing, man. I love to see that it's finally got to this point because I'll tell you the moment that it happened was, it was 2015 and I was at Motor City Comic Con and I'm just bugging Travis. Travis McIntyre, for those of you who don't know, the president of Oxide Media, uh, and I was bugging him constantly. Come up to Toronto, man. You don't understand how well SourcePoint would do. We got it going on up there. And it took like a year and a half of bugging him. Finally, they came up here. And it took a year or two for SourcePoint to get their foot in the door because Canadians love Canadians, right? As a, as a U.S. You know, press, you've got to kind of you know, show that you're not just there for the flash of it. You generally want to support that community too. And then I was like, okay, Travis, you got to meet this guy, Sean Daly. And then that's when things finally started to roll. And now we've gotten to the point where we've got creators like you coming out of the woodworks that have nothing to do with me. And I am so proud of these things actually, you know, starting to fall into place. How has it been working with SourcePoint Press? Yeah, it's been great. Um, they've really worked hard to get the book out there. Um, we, we had great sales numbers for issue number one awesome. and lots of uh, store exclusive variants all over the country. Yeah. yeah they've And they, they gave us a two-page spread in Previews Magazine. Yeah. Like, really pushed the book hard. So Absolutely. it's been great. Yeah. It's nice to have that kind of support, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Tell us about the books themselves, Cover of Darkness. Cover of Darkness is like Game of Thrones meets the Universal Monsters. It has vampires in it, werewolves, the mummy, creature from the Black Lagoon, and a steampunk Atlantean Frankenstein. It's about a family in medieval Romania. They get separated from each other, and they encounter all those creatures. It's about their journey back home essentially. That's super fun, man. That's super fun. How'd that idea come about? Uh, well, it was me and uh, my co-writer, Chris Cam. Uh, we were just jamming on like how much we love monsters and horror and supernatural fiction. And uh, so we each had like kind of our own takes on the different characters. And we decided to put that uh, into like a shared I, I universe and put it all together. 
This oh, is here your they last come. The podcast interruption. Lou Ferrigno. That's right, kids. Lou Ferrigno's here at Toronto Comic Con. I think he has doppelgangers and duplicates because I, I swear to God I've seen him do like four cons in one weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that kind of thing. Okay, so you have recently become uh, a fellow sequential award winner. I was very honored to be honored with uh, Best uh, Comic Book Podcast a couple years ago. Oh, cool. Uh, and now Resilient. Tell me all about it. Uh, Resilient is a story of a judo teacher uh, who loses her arms in a demining expedition in Cambodia. Uh, she gets cybernetic prosthetics, uh, and her husband has like the sordid past. It catches up to him. It's up to her to take her arms, take her katana, and go rescue her man. Super cool, man. This sounds like fun, fun stuff, man. Yeah. So what's a bit of your origin story? Where are you, whereabouts are you from? How did you come in and get into writing and stuff? Uh, I'm from Kelowna, BC, uh, Canada, and uh, I always loved comics. Ever since I was a little boy, I had a copy of How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. Nice, yeah. Uh, by John B. C. I wore that book out, dude, man. Nice, nice. And I wore the video out. Remember they made the video version? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I always loved comics, and as I became an adult, I just got really nervous about trying to put myself out there and be like a creative person, so I didn't until I was in a big car accident a few years ago, oh, and really? I was like... Life is short. Let's try and do something that I'm like passionate about and try and like make these books. And so awesome. about four years ago, I started making comics. Nice, man. It's those life-changing moments, man. Those traumas that lead to brilliance and creative explosion, eh? Yeah, oh, totally. Oh, that's very, very cool, man. Well, I'm happy that you got to that point. We're actually doing what you love, and it's coming out nice. You're getting rewarded for it. You're getting all the... Uh, the just dues for it, and uh, I'm very happy for you, dude. I'm very excited to see what happens in the future. Thank you so much. Man. Yeah, we're going to have lots of fun. We're going to be going across Canada this year, kids. Uh, I believe the next Source Point show you'll see in Canada will be Calgary. Uh, you should see my happy, shining uh, face out there. Uh, we'll have Cover of Darkness, and we'll have a whole bunch of stuff going on. George, welcome to the team. Thank you so much. It's so, so awesome to have uh, Source Point no North growing with this amazing Canadian talent. Thank you, my friend. Hey, thank you. Cheers. All right, kids, here we are, Toronto Comic-Con. I am with <laughs> none other than Martin Slam Duncan. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Uh, glad to be on your pod, sir. It's good to have Is you Is this the first? Around. No, I think I was on your pod for like about three minutes one year, like at a Toronto Comic-Con. But we haven't done a full Have we not ever done a full sesh? sesh. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's We've something never that done that. We have to rectify yeah, that yeah, situation, we're man. I'm sure we'll find something to talk about. Absolutely. As Stuff. much as you've, uh, you, for several years, you did your own podcast, in fact, yeah. the, uh, the Fastball Special. Yeah. That has kind of morphed. It's evolved. Into something a little different. Tell it's, us about the, uh, the I don't, evolution of I don't, what I, this has become. I don't know if it's its final form. <laughs> but the form, right. the form right now is, uh, yeah, we're doing more uh, like video and YouTube related content. 
Um, so at the beginning of lockdown a couple years ago, um, obviously a lot of these shows didn't happen, right? So we were talking about, hey, I'd love to just, you know, just chat with people, even if it's online. So we decided to do a bit of a, a you know, a, a chat, drink and draw type thing. So it, it morphed into this thing called Sketchalmania. Uh, and Sketchalmania is sort of a, a draw, you know, a drawing contest. Not a contest, but a draw off or, right. a, you know, a, a drawing fight. And yeah. uh, what we do is we take all the uh, art pieces and then we auction them off. And uh, we auction them off for different charities or a Kickstarter sometimes. So we have a couple of folks that do a Kickstarter. Uh, I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, we got a Kickstarter, we want to promote it. Like, sure, let's do that. We'll chat about your Kickstarter and uh, raise some money for it. It has been an astounding success, man. And I'm so happy for you because it's taken right off. People absolutely love it. Thank you. And you guys have done so much for charity. Like, Thank you. Like, and you're always donating to different causes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes... Um, Sometimes I'll pick the cause if I have something, you know, close to myself. Sure. Uh, the one that I, I absolutely do, will continue to do every year at Christmas time is we do a charity uh, where we um, we raise some money for a family for their Christmas so that they could, you know, buy gifts right. for their kids and things like that. So yeah. that's, you know, that's that gets me in the feel goods, right? So I try to do that one every year. Um, but we do vary it because a lot of the artists have their own charities that they're very passionate about. So I'm like, you know, do it for whatever charity you want to do. Right? Sure, so, sure. Yeah. And speaking of the artists, you've had some amazing people involved over the episodes. Talk about a few of the people Crazy. that you've had come on in. Um, all right. So uh, one of the biggest artists we had and uh, for the longest time had the record for, I guess, the highest earned at Sketchalmania was Ken Lashley. Yep. So we had Ken Lashley on there and... Um, if you're not too familiar with it, like he's a phenomenal artist, but he's also super quick. Very like, fast. He's incredibly fast. Yeah. And uh, I think on that particular ep- episode, we had Mike Ruth, uh, the uncouth one, and we also had Chris Campana from New Jersey. What uh, a lineup. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Chris, we uh, miss you. Know. We know you couldn't make it out, uh, unfortunately, to your yeah. planned event here at Toronto Comic Con. But I'm sure we will see you sometime again in the future. For sure. Um, I love that you did so much with a feeling that I'm familiar with. And I know in this community, a lot of us have gotten involved as far as podcasters. Yep. Uh, because a lot of us aren't necessarily writers or artists, to at least who have stuck with it. You know, a lot of us, I'm like a hobbyist, but we're not Same. professionals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we yeah. love this community, yeah, yeah. and we just want to be involved. And yeah. we want to, you know, bring whatever strengths we have to the arena. Yeah. And uh, you have done that so admirably oh, as you. far as not just starting the podcast but the evolution of what it has been through has been absolutely cool to watch man Thanks, and you've man. been very passionate about it to the point of slam press and such as well so talk about that yeah yeah yep before we go there though i just want to mention too one of the reasons why i also wanted to do this whole sketchalmania thing is just for that because uh, because everything was locked down for a while, a lot of artists were losing a lot of revenue, right? They're not right. doing shows and things yeah. like that. So I've actually did a couple of shows specifically saying, hey, let's let's donate the funds back to the artists, yeah, you know, yeah. so that they have a little outlet to do that. That's awesome. Uh, so that did merge. Uh, one of the things is I wanted to um, do an art book, right? So mm-hmm. 
the thought around this is I have a few sketchbooks that I've been, you know, getting done over the years. I'll get some sketches in there. Right. And they all have different themes. You know, I'm not an originator there. A lot of people do that. And I thought, you know what would be great? Like, if we could sort of get this out to other people uh, where they could get a bunch of these different artists, their different styles, their different takes on a same theme. And then I went back and I thought, well, okay, so let's add a little bit. You know, I'm not a writer, right. but uh, there's a lot of great IPs out there that we can uh, draw upon, you know. Um, so Dracula, I'm a big horror head, so we decided to use Dracula. And uh, we, what we did is we took Dracula's uh, novel, or Bram Stoker's novel, grab a bunch of the different quotes from that novel, um, we sparsed them out to a bunch of different artists, and then they did a piece based on that art. Right. Uh, and then we just did a Kickstarter, and it was really, uh, it was kind of a COVID baby, right? Like oh, we people just loved it, though, yeah, man. People man, had so I, much fun sticking we their so teeth close. into that. We're so close. <laughs> I was hoping to get, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, we were so close to getting that book, uh, at least the proof, ready for this show. But right. I'll probably get it next week. Uh, but that's okay. It'll be available soon. Uh, but thank you, anybody who's kickstarted it. I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully it's the first of many. Uh, we've got some other plans coming. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, excited yeah. to hear about that. Yeah. Um, I could yeah. I could even talk about them if you want. Like, um, I'm not working for Marvel or DC, no, so I could talk yeah, all about, talk about <laughs> what you're doing, man. Talk about it. All right. So uh, this year, um, I'm also a big nerd gamer. Uh, and a buddy of mine, he uh, used to create Dungeons and Dragons modules uh, okay. for a living. He used to do that. Right. And I said, hey, let's collab on something. I got a few artists, so let's let's create like ten little mini adventures. Uh, I'll get an artist. Shane Heron's going to be on the book. Cool. Um, and uh, we're going to hopefully launch that this year. And if that takes off, we'll do additional modules oh, and things based in this fun, based yeah. in this world that the, that uh, my buddy's putting together. And then next year, uh, if everything goes well, we're going to do Frankenstein. Frankenstein oh, Visions. Dude, so, dude. So, uh, people will be all yeah. over wanting to be involved yeah, with yeah. that. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, we'll do, like, sort of a leap year type thing. Right, right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. Smaller Very project. Cool. Visions yeah. project. Smaller project. I love all the passion you're pouring into the community. And Thanks, bro. the support is so appreciated right, by Well, you're an inspiration, you man. Know. You're, hey, the, you're man. one of the OGs. Hey, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to do my thing. And I appreciate everybody coming along for the ride and uh, it's fantastic yeah. times but you're right very soon we'll get together and we'll just geek out for an hour over all that's, the wonderful things that's right that's uh, right kids uh, to actually tell the kids everywhere they can find you and everything that's going on yeah yeah so you could probably find us uh, so I still go under the moniker of the fastball special so you right. could go uh, Facebook, the Fastball Special, um, the actual uh, print company that uh, I'm now, I guess, heading, is, which is still surreal to me right now. It's called Slam Press Tomes. Yeah. Right. Um, playing on the, you know, the slam. Oh, I love it. The slam press. Yeah. I love the tomes. The tomes. Yeah. yeah. Slam press tomes. There's a actually good a slam press out there, so I had to add the tomes. Oh, is there really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so glad I, there was because so the tomes is the so cool part. I had to add the tomes on there, right? <laughs> so we had, the, we had the tomes on there. Um, and I'm also on YouTube, so you can see a lot of the previous uh, Schedulemanias on YouTube. Under yeah, the check them. Special. I snuck in on one of those two kids, so you can see my pretty, That's pretty right. face. That's right. So, yeah, uh, yeah, everybody get out there and check out Schedulemania and everything that Martin do is doing. It's wonderful. Martin, you are a beautiful soul. Thank you. You are too, sir. Thank you. Okay, kids, here we are with hometown superstar. You know him. You love him. 
He's the man with the glow up of the year, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Lowe. Welcome back to the show, Jason. Thanks for having me, Jay. What's going on? Not too much. It's exciting to be back here at Toronto Comic Con, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's been busy. It's been, you know, I've been selling lots of books. Uh, you know, as we set up, I was, I was like, oh my God, I have so many books. You have so I, many I have books. So many like Marvel books, Star Wars books, Pitiful Human Lizard back issues, and you know it's Sunday, it's the last hour, and I'm glad that I sold out of like a lot of right. comics and uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I've it's been, been watching great. you move all weekend, man. It's been absolutely amazing. Like I say, you've had the glow up of the year. Uh, things kind of started with Afterlife. Would you say that? Or, Afterlift. Sorry, Afterlift. Yes. Did you say that? I'd say so, especially with the the Eisner win. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So like that that was like a, a feather to the hat, and uh, that really opened the doors for me to, to do other things, things I, I I had in my bucket list, like working on Star Wars, like writing Jesus. and drawing something, writing and drawing for for Marvel, and it's like it's a dream come true. Dude, think about it. In the past few years, you or you know more than the past few years obviously all your life you've been working hard at your skill but also you've done side things like you know the uh, Mississauga Comic Expo and uh, you know you've done your cosplaying you've just always been such a passionate part of this community working on becoming the amazing creator that you are so we knew it was going to happen eventually everybody's always loved the pitiful human lizard you know a, a classic uh, Toronto institution in itself um, but it's still nice to have somebody like Chip Zdarsky make the move of just choosing a few hometown kids Dude. that he enjoys, a couple friends of his to come together and make this comic. All incredibly talented people who I, I'm sure and have done incredible things on their own. But to have that little door open and doing it for your friends, it's an amazing thing he did. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, you know, to, to have that great su support group uh, especially since you know like coming out of Pitiful Human Lizard I was at the point where like I didn't want to do comics anymore and then when Chip was like hey do you want to work on a, a comic with me and uh, and he was like okay but first we need to find an art, uh, a colorist and I was like well I know Paris like me and him we, we do drink and draws every week like he's our professional colorist let's have him absolutely and having Allison O'Toole like, who was my editor for Pitiful Human Lizard that was also a no-brainer so it was like forming the A-team absolutely Toronto Force 5 is what it felt like yeah yeah. you know what I mean like, plus Aditya from India Aditya Bedekar who's our letterer oh really I yeah. know, uh, from he's, India yeah Yeah, he's doing a lot of amazing things right now he's, he's doing stuff for Marvel and DC and yeah. crazy man it's such a beautiful thing because I remember when I first met you you were cosplaying multiple men now you're doing comics about him and he's been your favorite character for a long time right and he has my likeness <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think anybody noticed that jay at all I, I, don't, I don't think i don't think my editors know but i'm not gonna say it <laughs> uh, how do you shake off getting to work on these dream projects things like star wars i because you know I, I know you have to get to a point where you're like okay i gotta stop you know freaking out about this and actually do the work now is, is it tough to turn off the fanboy and be as professional as you can it's it's running in all cylinders the, the fanboy in me is still excited jumping up and down inside me while i'm working on it uh so you know whenever i'm working on something like like the x-men unlimited series i'm watching the x-men cartoons in the background that to keep <laughs> me hyped up for Star Wars, I'm, I'm listening to lots of Star Wars podcasts. I'm watching all the 
the films in the background while I'm, I'm working So you're on letting Star Wars. your passion fuel this. Exactly. You're, you're not trying to detach at all. You're just like, no, I love this. I'm going to put that love right into it, eh? Yeah, and, and the thing is, there'll be, you know, some things that I would kind of, like, overlook. So, you know, when I'm watching something in the background, I'd be like, oh, wait, there's a subtle detail that I should incorporate in the story that I'm doing right now that that's been addressed in, like, awesome. the Marvel show or the Star Wars film that I'm watching. That shows a nice hyper-focus, man. That yeah. You can, like, actually pay attention to all these things going on. Um, it was cool, though, that when you mentioned to me uh, having to deal with notes that are exciting, like about continuity and about canon and things like that, is it... Uh, were you tripped out on anything? Was there anything that you were like, oh, really? Like, they, they, they kind of surprised you with it? No, that character, that didn't happen, or that doesn't fit with that? Oh, yeah, there's there's definitely that. I mean, you know, I, I would give them about 20 ideas, and there was probably, like, maybe a small handful, less than five things where they were like, oh, yeah, this can't be done because this character's off somewhere else, or, or this character's being used for something else. And then you just have to work a way around it, but... They still let me tell the story that I want to tell. It might not be with all the tools that I want, but it will be with 95% of the tools. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And it's obvious when you look at the work that they let you, you know, it's all you. It's not like you followed some kind of, you know, template from other artists or like a particular character design. These books are obviously your books. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was so flattering when, uh, I mean, Tom Brevoort, who's the senior VP of, of Marvel, he was the one that first reached out to me when he saw my multiple man pitch that I did seven years ago. And when he wanted me to do something for Fantastic Four, which had the same style that I did with multiple man, he was like, I, I want you to do it all. Like, I want the whole package. Awesome. Like, yeah. the writing, the, the drawing, the, the coloring. Like, I want all low all the time. Even the lettering. But I was like, I'm not that confident of letter. Like, I know, like, my flaws. Like, they, they have, like, fantastic letterers themselves. Right, so, right, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the only time... It doesn't hurt like, to take a little bit of help, right? Exactly. You can't do everything. No, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's the latest? What's happening right now? Well, depending on uh, when this is released, if, uh, you know, March 21st, you'll see the second part of my Madric, Mad, Madrox and Strong Guy story for X-Men Unlimited on the Marvel Unlimited app. Uh, that will be coming. Yeah, that will be coming out March 21st. Uh, the week after that, you'll find another uh, comic of, for X Men Unlimited that I wrote, uh, featuring uh, everyone's favorite mutant punk rocker. Uh, I'll just say that. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice, nice. And then, yeah, part three of the Madrox Strong Guy. Uh, that will be coming out next month. And I also got another exciting uh, story in that uh, line uh, with uh, my favorite mutants, my favorite mutant kids that I have known since high school. Uh, if you know me very well, uh, one of my favorite X-Men characters is part of that group, and it's also her birthday. <laughs> very and, exciting. Yeah. Oh. Keep an eye out for that. Subscribe to Marvel Unlimited. We're all so happy for you, Jay. It's been a, an amazing thing to watch your career growing uh, over like yeah. the past 10 years that I've been doing this show. It's, I just watched it get better and better, and uh, you're so talented, and it's you deserve all of it, man. I'm so happy to see it going this way for you. And you know what? You're just representing the next wave, man. I mean, 
I've said it many times, there is no finer place in the world for producing comic book creators than Southern Ontario and, and the GTA region. And there's a reason that a lot of our people are at the top right now. And uh, these generations, because they help each other, because Chip and guys like Ty Templeton open these schools, open these book camps, and uh, you know, it's just led to like the last three generations of these waves of up and comers, you know? And now we're getting to the time of guys like you and guys like we were talking about earlier, Sean Daly and Paris and everybody. So very, very excited for the future, Jay. Congratulations and thanks for giving us a few minutes of your valuable time. Thank you so much, Jay. Uh, yeah, it's a pleasure as always. I think another contribution to like the wonderful talent that we have here in the GTA is our Canadian healthcare. We don't have to worry about. This is very helpful too. Yeah, that's right? very yeah. helpful. I've just always said with the amount of schools and museums and programs, like it's just we, we foster great artistry here and you're a, you're a great part of it, Jay. So everybody check out Jason Lowe's stuff. It's all over the place. It's Jason Lowe makes comics all over the place. And uh, newly, I'm going to shout this out because I'm having a blast on TikTok. Anybody who's been following me on TikTok, check it out. An elegant, at a, an, an elegant weapon, uh, but also find at Jason Lowe, spelled L-O-O, makes comics. Uh, and you're having a lot of fun on there too. Yeah. So uh, get ticking and talking, kids, and uh, we'll see you at Fan Expo Toronto.